Welcome to the Anti-Fragile Show. This is Isaiah, the Evangelical Jewish Christian Prophet. And as always, a Christian patriot can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth them. And I say that tonight, I'm asking for forgiveness out of the gate. This is going to be a radio show that you're going to want to go to my Rumble account, subscribe, and watch to get the full effect. I'm three seconds in. I'm talking with my hands already. On my way over here, I was writing my show today. Honestly, I wasn't that into it, but I then had to speak, had made a phone call I needed to make to one of my closest friends who lives in the great state of Texas, who his, him and his wife happened to be, have immigrated here from Russia. They were born over there. Their parents brought them over here. They are both American citizens. They both love this country. And I was speaking to Vladimir, and I'll mention his name. And it made me remember why I have to have a voice. And it got me out of this little funk that I was in. So, welcome to America, the land of the free, the home of the brave, and where the Democrat communists think you're a racist if you disagree with them. We just crossed over 100 days of the Obama 3.0 America last administration. And if you haven't been paying attention, they're still trying to wipe out the Constitution. We'll touch upon that later on. They still are trying to implement the Great Reset. That is now part called the America Family Plan. We'll talk, touch on that later. If you're an American, as I say, this is not about being a Republican, a Democrat, an Independent, or whatever. This is about the country. This is about the United States of America and stopping this in its tracks, stopping communism from coming in here, stopping the Great Reset, basically stripping our freedoms away. If you think you're immune to it, you're not immune to it. They will attack you. They've already attacked a couple liberals this week. I don't read much about it. I forgot their names, but it happened. This is what the U.S. oligarchs want. And we have to stop it. I'm going to tee up our leader right now, a video from him this week. This was the day after his, I'm not even going to call it a State of the Union speech because it wasn't. It didn't matter that he did it in Congress. It didn't matter that Congress was there. There was nothing Union, State, America in that speech. And, you can, and we will be picking it apart later on, as always. Isaiah is going to tell you what's really going on. And I'm going to shock you because I'm going to bring back a word that only your parents or grandparents probably ever heard. It starts with M. You got to hang around. Here is our president with another M word, his mask. lady is behind him. He's fumbling around at the podium, looking through his notes, looking underneath the podium, because he can't find his mask. Now Jill's helping, the first lady is helping him look. She opens the binder too. Looking for my mask, I'm in trouble. Oh wait, I can't find my mask, he says. And he goes on to say he's going to get in trouble. Now, we can cut this, because it's, it's embarrassing. This is on top of him already going on a Zoom call with all these nation's leaders. They're all in their own offices, and he's the only one wearing a mask out of, out of about 16 world leaders. Now, I want to bring up a comparison quickly. 
Did you ever see Melania Trump have to do this with Donald Trump? No, you did not. She was a class act in herself. She is a Proverbs 31 woman. If you've heard me, I've spoke about her before. You never had to have her come out and help her husband like that. But the mainstream media would have always told you, oh, Trump's not healthy. Trump was healthy. Our president doesn't know where his mask is. By the way, it was in his pocket of his suit. Moving into the show, as I always, we need to repent as a nation. We need to pray for God's favor more than ever. We need to pray for this administration to do God's will. They're not. Call me judgmental. Forgive me. They're not doing God's will. They are not being a servant to this country at all. Here is what they've done. I was out walking Chuck Norris the pug. There's a park up the hill around the corner from where we live. I see another gentleman come walking up. He's about 15, 20 feet away from me. He quickly fumbles in his pocket, pulls a mask out, puts it on, and he walks by me. Of course, I don't have a mask on. And as soon as he's 15 feet or so past Chuck Norris and I, and Chuck barked at him, rightfully so, he he took the mask off and put it back away. So what does that tell you? Two things. One, he probably voted for Biden. If Chuck Norris, the pug, barks at you, you probably voted for Biden. But two, he thinks COVID lives in the air and lives with maskless people. Sir, if you're listening to my show, I got news for you. If COVID lived in the air and lived only on on maskless people, this country would not have made it past about March of 2020. We would have all fallen dead walking around outside. You don't have to wear your mask outside take it off, put it away. In fact, you don't have to wear it inside either. So there's Isaiah with his COVID update for the, for the, uh, for, for the show. Oh, no, there is one more piece. I forgot. Biden, remember, called Trump a xenophobe for wanting to cut off travel to China and the European countries. Biden's cutting off travel to, Europe, to India because supposedly they're having a second wave. But nope, not a xenophobe. Not at all. So now I'm done with my COVID update for the day, for the show. My, we obviously always have a great show. Like I said, you're going to hear the M word for the first time in years. Later on, we're going to have our quick takes, anti-fragile person of the week, fragile person of the week. But first is always our opening prayer. And I started praying about this, thinking about this after watching that speech the other night. That speech was evil. Evil starts with an E, not with an M, obviously. Psalm 23 in Amos, a little-known book, chapter 5, basically talk both about seeking the Lord during evil times. And Psalm 23 obviously carries the verse, Yeah, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. And then in Amos, it talks about seeking good, seek good and not evil, that ye may live And so the Lord God of hosts shall be with you at all times. And we need to do that right now because Biden's speech to Congress the other night, and I say specifically, hear this, please. I'm going to re, when I reemphasize something or say it a second time, it means something to me, and I hope it means something to my listeners in America. The Biden speech to Congress, Biden was not talking to the American people the other night. He was talking to, to Congress. He continues to tout unity and bipartisanship in his message to try to support their initiatives, false flag. 
Wednesday night, the truth was spoken. It was not unifying. It was a message of one party rule. And message is not the M word, in case you're already wondering and trying to guess what it is. My closing tonight is going to be a loud message about what the democratic socialists in this country are really trying to do and what their agenda really is. But on a positive note, the anti-fragile people of the week, Rudy G. Yulani, Yankee fan, Victoria Tonzig, who was another attorney, her and her husband helped out Trump during the, during the election issues. And then Roger Stone, i.e. the political advisor who's been around Trump for a long time. All three of them have now been targeted by the Department of Justice, led by Merrick Garland, led by, I'm trying to think of another, I don't like to call names, so I'm just going to leave it as, as, as Merrick Garland. If you've heard me before, you know I'm not a fan of his. He is an Obama supporter. He is anti-American. He is anti-law enforcement. And now the DOJ is targeting three individuals, two of whom are lawyers, who were very, very prominent supporters and advocates for Donald Trump. Their lives are probably Roger Stone's life for the last, I don't know how many years has not been easy. Rudy G. and Victoria, I lift you up to the Lord. I lift your families up to the Lord. You should not have to go through anything that you've already gone through. And may the Lord protect you and keep you. The fragile person of the week, which is our segue into the quick takes, John Kerry, please just leave this country, okay? This is now the second or third time that it has come up that during the Trump administration, you were constantly communicating with the leadership of Iran. Now, my producer just pulled up John Kerry, the actor. It's John Kerry, Mr. K-E-R-R-Y, who likes to fly on private jets, but yet supports climate, thinks climate change is real. It's now come out again that he was passing classified intel about Israel's military actions to Iran. The State Department's even now come out to say that, trying to say that the information that he was maybe passing, because he denied it, but the information that he might have been passing was public information. Okay, I was raised Jewish. I've met some people in the IDF. They never, even after they get out, which is the Israeli Defense Forces, they never talk about what they did. You only know about what the IDF does if it gets published in the newspaper, okay? They don't talk. So trust me, it was not public what he was talking about, if he was. And if he really did do this, and it was true, then John Kerry, you should be tried for treason, pure and simple. That's it. Keeping things local, back in the news this week, Eric Garcetti, years ago, the city of LA floated a bond for about $1.2 billion dollars. It was supposed to build 10,000 units to help house homeless people. Just like everything else that they try to do in California, the train that goes into nowhere, they are now knee-deep into this project. They think they might be able to get 5,800 of these units built. So if you do the quick math, what's $1.2 billion divided by 5,800? Not good. Not good, exactly. Is it in the 400,000s? No, uh, 
I got to tell you, so, I interviewed an, uh, a musician named Elvis Summers who had figured out how to ha- house a homeless person in a solar-powered mm-hmm. mini house right. that he could make for $2,800. And he was about 50 units in before the city of Los Angeles- Shut him down. Raised a bond of yeah. millions of dollars. I think it was called Measure 8. This is it right here. Yeah. yeah. And part of that measure was destroying it all destroyed their mini what houses. He was doing putting in prefabricated homes yep. and when you did the math they were spending four hundred thousand dollars per homeless person to so, house them so if you do the math 1.2 billion divided by 500 580,000 i'm just going to go to my calculator because it's just too big of a number for me yeah we're so doing this live let's let's go divided by because i think i did it earlier today and i forgot what it was but it's it's big it's 206,000. But the problem is, is that when you redo the research, they think they're already in for 700,000 a unit, which means there's no way they're going to build. And they said, well, 5,800 might not be possible. Well, I got news for you. If you're 700,000 in, one, two, zero, zero, zero divided by 700,000, well, yeah, you got problems. You're not building anything. Okay. That comes out to 1,700 units roughly. That's what happens. But who's getting rich? Some real estate developers. Some nonprofits, they're getting a ton of money. They're getting their salaries paid. But our homeless problem continues to grow. Sadly, continues to grow. Garcetti supports this administration and sending tax dollars overseas, too. And speaking of overseas, Anthony Blinken, our Secretary of State, retire. Please resign, too. He's at it again. He's trying to talk, about, talk trash to China. Okay, you went to Alaska. They put you in your place. You didn't do anything after that. Trump would have Trump would have stuck more terror, put more terrorists in place or something or send an aircraft carrier into off the coast of China. No, what Blinken does. Oh, hey, China, you better stay out of Africa. If you're if you're listening to me on the radio, I'm shaking my head right now. Because if you listen to Isaiah, he's talked about this China and Africa's relationship. You're a little late, Anthony. You're about 20 years too late to tell China to get out of Africa. And he specifically mentioned Nigeria. They've been working with Nigeria for years, Blinken. And if you haven't figured it out already, words mean nothing to China. And if you keep making words, saying words only, and you don't follow it up with action, China's going to roll all over you. Why do you think they didn't like Trump? Because Trump spoke and Trump followed up with action. The Newsom recall, keeping it local, still has enough signatures. He's going to hit the ballot. I've said this before to the California GOP group. One candidate, Falconer, unless somebody better than Falconer comes up and it's not John Cox, support Falconer. You don't want to have too many choices. We don't want a Schwarzenegger 2.0 at all Arizona Maricopa County audit the Democrats are trying to do everything they can to stop the review of those 2 million plus ballots they lost at every turn in court this is going to bring resolution whether they find fraud or not it will bring resolution it's also going to give a roadmap to other states and counties to finally find the chutzpah which is a Yiddish word please look it up to challenge their own counts in elections and to get hold of the ballots lastly 
as you know, I was not on the air last week. I actually took a drive back to Minnesota. I drove almost 4,000 miles round trip. I stopped in Nevada, Wyoming, Utah, Iowa, Minnesota. I think I might be leaving a state out, crossed through a little bit of Arizona. Unequivocally, nobody in those states likes, well, excuse me, except Nevada. Wyoming, Utah, Iowa, they don't like Dr. Fauci. I'd stop in these gas station convenience stores. They don't like Dr. Fauci. They're not wild about our president either at all. Nevada was its own state thing. I got kicked out of two gas stations in Nevada because I didn't have a mask on. I forgot it shares a border with California. Go figure and has a Democratic governor. You know, I just turned around and left. I'm a respectful citizen. You don't want me in your place? I'll never shop there again. That's fine. So we are going to, there was, I forgot, there's one more thing about um, my trip. I did not go around George Floyd Square. I actually thought about it, but then they put out the, I saw in parlor that they put out the instructions on how a white person's supposed to act. And I'm not going to go into those situations. I'm not going to talk much about it either. I will mention Chauvin maybe later on in a way it tied into something else with respect to law enforcement. But overall, I will tell you the flyover states, they're already done with this administration. They're not wearing masks. They don't have to. They're fully open. You can freely walk around everywhere. I will give it to Minnesota. Minnesota's a blue state. I went into some stores. They asked me if I'd put a mask on. I said, medically, I can't. And they left me alone. They understand that. Because one of these days, it's either a disability or it's not a disability. I always want to end on something positive. And there was an incredible positive one during Biden's speech. It was actually what happened after Biden's speech. The party not in charge gets to have a talk also, speech also. And in this case, the Republicans, and what a great choice. They chose Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina. You don't know Tim Scott's an African-American. And he delivered a speech that will go down in history. He is taking so much flack from the left. They're calling him Uncle Tim. He's not an Uncle Tim. Because he made the comment that America is not a racist country. It's not. He talked about his love of Christ. He talked about experiencing racism as a kid. And even maybe past his childhood years. But America is not a racist country, and he knows that. A lot of us know that. But when a black person says it, a senator, a respected individual, speaks the truth, he gets attacked, wrongly attacked. But I'll tell you what. He was the perfect person to deliver the Republicans' speech because of what else that he said. He is a God-fearing man. His life is built on a bedrock of faith in Jesus and God. And he said that. And he talked about this country needing to repent, and I think it was repent, and or have a redemption And that floored me in an incredibly heartfelt way. 
because I am listening to an individual, a leader of our country, of a state, and by nature of being in the U.S. Senate, a leader for our country, talk about his love for God. He mentioned his mom, family. I'm pointing at my T-shirt for those of you just here listening on the radio, and his love of country. They can say whatever they want about him. That man is going to stand strong because he knows where his affirmation and acceptance comes from. So we are going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to go in to Biden's speech to Congress. This is Isaiah. This is the Anti-Fragile Show in 98.1 FM KHTS, Los Angeles. Welcome back to the Anti-Fragile Show. This is Isaiah, the Evangelical Jewish Christian Radio Prophet. So we're on our commercial break. I believe my producer has now gone to volunteer on Mary Carey's campaign. So, you know, Lord, please do keep to shining your light bright on, on, <laughs> on, my, on my producer. I need him here. Before we go too much farther, we do have to clarify for our audience a little bit about this recall. All right. And the truth is this recall is going to be intense and there's a very large field. Do you have any favorite characters to um, to replace Gavin Newsom? Because there's a long list of people that are running. Do you have well, any favorites? Well, if you're really asking, I mean, I'd vote for Chuck Norris the pug. I'd vote Ch- for my he's seven months old now. And he told me he would he does a much better. He would he does a, would do a much better job than Newsom. He, OK, he is still in pug ninja training. OK. He eats very healthy. He likes to go for walks, and he's very respectful of his mom and dad. Okay. Well, there, there there's there there's a long list, including and if not that. I'll take his namesake. Okay. Chuck Norris, if you're out there, I think you live in te- actually live in Texas or Florida. If you move to California really quickly, I'd support your your bid for governor. Okay. But of all the people that are running right now, who would your main choice be, and why? It's Falconer. Okay, it's definitely so, not this person you've got up on the screen. Uh, okay, I was not going to say it because uh, you got your choice. But let me tell you, I definitely have totally made my choice. According to Politico, I had no idea. But former PORN star Mary Carey announces California recall bid. So we have an adult actress running. And I got to tell you, she has a convincing argument did, here, did my she man. She ran in 2003. She lost, I'm reading the article. Okay, but- She you, lost to Schwarzenegger, okay? Yeah, but look, here you are demanding experience and she ran in 2003. All right, so she's got political experience. She's obviously very patriotic. I mean- Has she ran yeah, for office since then? She's, there's at least- 20 or 30 I, I, pictures of her on the internet in all kinds look, of here's the name of the, very she's, unless very patriotic outfits unless there's repen- okay. unless there's repentance if she's still active in that industry no no she's retired and she actually it looks like Does she's she go got to church has she been baptized for uh, yeah <laughs> dude look, i can't you, think you of anything down, more scroll californian down, scroll down the article here's the biggest problem with bruce jenner running it's okay. brad it's brad parscali that he was trump fired him okay He's horrible as a campaign manager. Well, You're- look, look, she makes some she makes some good points here. All right. She references her credentials in the entertainment and tech industries, promises to address homelessness, and she offers all kinds of very good puns, like I'm ready to be on top of that ballot. Okay. <laughs> so, so I don't want to know about her is, tech. This is who we're going for, man. 
This is it. It's not who I'm going for. What is more patriotic? The beauty of being an American citizen. What is more Californian? The beauty of being an American citizen, and we're going to touch upon the importance of an American citizen later on in the show, being a godly person. Oh, this girl is divine, bro. She is certified divine, and I can't. I, I'm not sure more that you're Californian. Then I'm not going to touch that comment. It's a trap. That's a trap <laughs> comment right there. It's a trap. Super tan. She looks very nice. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think you're missing the boat here, dog. I'm not missing the boat. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't find anybody better than Kevin Falconer, okay. Kevin, you want to come on the show? You're welcome. You have my support. So we're going to talk about the Biden speech, but the introduction to that is, if you're listening to me on the radio, I have my Make America Great Again hat on. You know I've, because in a hundred days, we've de- our, this administration's decimated this country. I also, as I flex, have on my God family country established in 1776 t-shirt. <laughs> Three things that our administration doesn't care about. And a date a year that they want to wipe out. That's what this speech was about. There was nothing about unity in here. The first point I'm going to talk about, numerous times throughout the speech, Biden was trying to rewrite history and wiping out the last four years of the greatest president. Reagan was really good. The greatest president of my time, Donald Trump. Reference was made to the vaccine Warp speed, and there was no credit given to Donald Trump. They wrote that the pan. They basically talked about, oh, we 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 came into this pandemic and this depression and these high unemployment numbers. Your cronies did that, Biden. That was not Trump's fault, at all. At all. You talk. Oh, I've got Nancy Pelosi and Kamala Harris behind me. I've got two women. It's a long time coming. Who cares? All right. If they were the two most highly qualified women were the two most highly qualified people for a position, you hire one. I wouldn't hire either Nancy or Kamala or Kamala. I'm, you know, please flag me for pronouncing her name wrong. I wouldn't hire either of them. So what's the big deal about it? What's the big deal? I almost supported at one point Meg Whitman. I'll come out and say that. But then I got to listen to her and thought, okay, not the right candidate successful, smart, not the right candidate. Christy Nome, South Dakota, if she ran for president, I'd have to give her serious consideration, without a doubt. But you can't rewrite history, Joe Biden, at all. You inherited a country 330 plus million people that you're to serve. Not the oligarchs, not China, not Iran, not the drug cartels and the human trafficking cartels. American citizens. And you can't rewrite what happened when you, some of your people had a role. You kept Fauci, the fear monger, Million plus jobs, I think Kamala Harris said that, or was that you mentioned that number? Those are jobs coming back. You talk about women being out of the workforce 
It was the policies done by the Democrats, the blue states that chased the women to have to leave the workforce, shutting down the businesses where they worked, having to stay at home to homeschool their kids because you won't let them bring them back to school. You didn't inherit this. You helped create it. You talk about the insurrection as being this January 6th day as being the worst day since the Civil War, I think it was. Baloney. There were no weapons confiscated that day from any of these people that are still being wrongly held in jail. The Proud Boys, people like the groups like that. There was not an insurrection. That was an event created by your color revolution buddies. And we're going to touch upon that. Don't forget about it. And when I mean color revolution, all these people behind the scenes, the Mark Elias is the people, the guy that runs crew, the citizens for something group that does not like Trump. The Department of Justice. January 6th was not an insurrection in any way, shape, or form. Before we move further, I'm going to tee up a clip from the speech that after I got up from my sofa, I hit rewind on my DVR, my TV, so I could record it with my phone, but we found it from a better, I think we're going to show you one from C-SPAN. And when I say fall off my sofa, I fell off my sofa when our president spoke the following words. We the people. Well, it's time to remember that we the people are the government. Stop right there. You and I. Replay that. I want everybody to hear that a second time. Are the gov- we, the people, are the government. You and I. All right, let's stop there for a second. We, the people, he's referencing the Constitution. The first words. And then he is saying the we, the people, are you and I. And he's looking out at Congress. We the people, Joe Biden, is not you and Congress. We the people are the 330 plus million people I just referenced a few minutes ago. Out of the heart, the truth will come out. Joe Biden, right there, just told the American people he doesn't care about you. And he just said, and he said it later, the con- that amendments to the Constitution are not an absolute and so forth. He's telling you right there, creating a whole new different meaning of the Constitution. If you've watched my show, you know I've worn that shirt before. The Constitution is to limit the power of government, not the American people and to increase the power of the American people. But Joe just told you right there that the Constitution is him, the administration and Congress. So let's finish the rest of it. Not some force in a distant capital. Not some powerful force that we have no control over. It's us. Another galaxy? It's we the people. And he now he says that right there. And for those of you listening... His second reference to we the people, he takes his hands and points them inwards and thumps and hits his chest with them. 
If you've watched my show, you know I'm a student of nonverbal communication. He once again is telling you I'm the people. Congress and me, we are the people, not the 330 American citizens, legal American citizens. You're not a person anymore to him. You never have been, actually, for the 40-plus years that he's been swamp living in the swamp. I fell off my sofa when he said that. I put it out on parlor. It's getting a lot of air. It's gotten a lot of hits. And it should scare, going back to what I've always said, it should scare the heck out of every American citizen, regardless of whether you voted for him or not, voted for Trump, you voted for Rodin, Ralph Nader, whoever. He just told you he doesn't care about the U.S. Constitution and he doesn't care about you. Now that's going to move forward and explain to you why. He brings up the infrastructure bill again. He brings up now the America family plan. And he talks about these as generational investments and so forth. No, they are part of the Great Reset. Because as you know, the infrastructure bill has like 6% of true infrastructure in it. The America family plan is focused on health care. Community colleges are free. And oh, by the way, daycare and preschoolers are free now for kids and so forth. I'm telling you something. The government doesn't give away anything for free ever. It comes with their propaganda being pitched. So if you want the government's money, if you want your preschool to be free and to receive federal support, if you want your community college to receive federal support, then you're going to push critical race theory on a four-year-old. You're going to push being white as bad on a four-year-old. These plans come with the Great Reset. They are part of it. They are part of shaming a white individual, a white American. You know, they attacked Marjorie Green for the Anglo-Saxon group she wanted to start. One of the guys that was talking to her, you probably can trace his family back to the, to the Mayflower. That's Anglo. There is nothing in the infrastructure plan and the America family plan that are not much in there that is good for this country. It is all done to push the Great Reset. I touched on the white supremacy piece, so we're going to cover that in a couple more because he mentions that. He says that it is a domestic terrorist threat again. White supremacists. They're not. Our threats are the same ones we have, the same ones that Donald Trump was dealing with. China, Iran, the drug cartels, the human traffickers. Those are our threats. And all these oligarchs. The speech spoke volumes about what this agenda, what this Biden administration, what their agenda truly is. This was the closest he has come, and since I've been listening to him since he's been president, to showing his hand on how they are going to eradicate conservatives, Trump supporters, and the Republican Party. He mentioned H.R. 1, Got to pass it. H.R. 1, if it became passed, would federalize elections. Breaks the Constitution. If you listen to Isaiah, I've said this already, would not take away the constitutional right of a state legislator to run, legislature to run their election. Why do I tie this into the Department of Justice moving forward? 
Remember what I told you about Merrick Garland and Obama wanting him on the Supreme Court. If I had to nickname Merrick Garland, I would call him the enforcer. But I don't want, I don't like new Nick, I don't like nicknames. It's not right of me. What Merrick Garland is, is not for America. Merrick Garland is for a one party country. That's called communism and socialism. It was his decision to go after Rudy G. Yolani, Victoria Tonzig, and Roger Stone. Those are being driven. Those, those cases are being driven by him. You still have no idea where Hunter Biden's laptop is. And speaking of Hunter Biden's laptop, the FBI comes into play too in a second. As I said, they all those people all had a common agenda. They're all Trump supporters. They're all his advisors. When you speak about the Department of Justice, Biden has said nothing about them. He's not even questioned about it because the mainstream media knows not to touch it. But what is the Department of Justice doing? They are helping to enforce the one-party agenda, as I just said. They're utilizing the FBI. I'm going to mention Derek Chauvin. It was rumored now and has come out that if Derek Chauvin was found not guilty, the Department of Justice was already there willing with a, an arrest warrant for him to bring him up on federal civil rights charges, offense charges. Now, you probably have never heard of those before. I'm going to explain them to you in a second because it would allow them, the feds, to arrest Chauvin, put him in front of a federal grand jury, and still indict him on, charge, on other types of charges. The federal civil rights offense generally comes into play when the DOJ thinks that the, an officer, a law enforcement individual, has violated somebody's civil rights via an arrest or physical, some type of assault or something like that. What wasn't talked about this week, and I went to the Department of Justice website, please don't believe me, they have taken at least two grand juries. One was in Louisiana, and I think another one was in maybe Virginia or North Carolina, did actually this week issue federal civil rights indictments against law enforcement officers. This is already happening. This is one of those things that you're not seeing all this stuff, the border, it's a problem. All these other things, they're smoke screens. The Department of Justice is actively targeting law enforcement and stripping away its rights and making an LEO, law enforcement officer, thoughtful or fearful about how they are going to do their job. So now I've just told you, one party rule. Law enforcement, trying to rewrite history to wipe out and, and put these bills through to get rid of the Republicans and rewrite Trump's positive, incredible history and what he did for this country. What does this all mean? So I told you, I teased you at the beginning with that M word. Go ask your parents, you young people, go ask your parents, go ask your grandparents what McCarthyism was. Because you are staring at McCarthyism version 2.0. If you are listening to me on the radio, you should see the look on my face right now is stern, concerning. McCarthy, Joe McCarthy, was the congressperson who targeted communism in America 
Why is this 2.0? Because now it's the communists targeting the conservatives and the Republicans and law enforcement. They want to wipe them out and they want to make them less effective. We have ushered in a new era of McCarthyism, a new way of going about it by using the Department of Justice to help do it. They're not going just for the head of the snake here, folks. They're not just going for Donald Trump. You've heard me talk about that snake being 70 plus million people long. They're going to every part of that snake that they deem to be a threat to them. And they're not going to stop. It's McCarthyism 2.0. They want the Trump snake extinct. Please watch my shows on Rumble. In YouTube, please subscribe. I will always say, I love my country. The hypocrisy and deception and lies that are coming out of this agenda, this regime, this administration, do not reflect a love of this country. They do not reflect the will of the people or a respect for God's second favorite document, the Constitution. Maybe I have to make it the third favorite document, the Old, New Testament, and then the Constitution. I'm glad I talked to my friend Vladimir before I came over to, to, today to, the, to do my show tonight because I was in a funk and I had forgot for a second how much I love my country. And I am not going to stand still and be silent and let this ad- administration run this country the way they're trying to run it. Lord, I lift everybody up in our administration to you. That they repent, Lord. That this nation repents. We all repent for our sins, Lord. Please continue to shine your light brightly upon us, Lord. Please forgive us for all of our sins, Lord. Please, we rebuke the devil out of our lives. We rebuke the devil out of D.C., Lord. In the name of your son, Jesus, amen. This is Isaiah. This is the Anti-Fragile Show on 98.1 FM, KHTS Los Angeles. God bless you all, and God bless America.